Federico Fellini has been called the high priest of Italian cinema. Bill Hicks has been called the high priest of stand-up comedy. And Prince has been called the high priest of funk, soul and rock and roll. Uh, it's the idea of being an authority, one who just sums up the genre, one who is the very epitome of the genre and who mediates the genre out into the world. The high priest is the go-to person when it comes to their own speciality. Well, in the Bible, Aaron is appointed as high priest of God. What an awesome honor. What human being could possibly fulfill this role? Uh, surely not Aaron. Um, not the one who presided over the golden calf debacle. But astonishingly, in Exodus, just a few chapters after his debacle, he's dressed up in special robes and consecrated as God's go-between. How should we understand this? Well, it's part of this elaborate multimedia dramatization that the Old Testament is always giving to us. When the Israelites were saved out of Egypt and brought to Mount Sinai, they received all sorts of representations of heavenly truth. Multimedia presentations, if you like. First of all, they received the Ten Commandments, the good life intended for God's Son. But that's just a part of this model of ultimate reality. Next come the instructions about building a tabernacle. The tabernacle was a tent that served as a portable model of heaven and earth, in which spiritual truths are acted out. Again and again in Exodus 25 and 26, Moses is, t is told that these things are not the spiritual realities themselves, they are copies and patterns of heavenly things. Through the tabernacle, the people would see many things dramatized. Uh, the nature of God is dramatized. Uh, heaven and earth are dramatized. The problem of our separation from God, the cost of atonement, and, and how we get from our sin into God's presence. All these sorts of things are dramatized powerfully in the tabernacle. Presiding over this earthly model was Aaron, the high priest. Now, of course, Sinful Aaron was in no position to be God's ultimate go-between, you know, but he was play-acting the role, play-acting the role of one who the Israelites already knew. They already knew the divine angel of the Lord Christ. They already knew how he had brought people from slavery to God most high. He's been a very good go-between. And so Aaron would play-act the role of this go-between Christ. And he would point the people to the future work of Christ when he would die on the cross for us. Let's just think of one way that Aaron the high priest speaks to us of the priestly work of Christ. Let's just consider his clothing. In particular, his breastplate. Exodus chapter 28 verse 9 says, Aaron has a breastplate on which are placed twelve precious stones engraved with the names of the sons of Israel. Aaron carried the people on his heart. And then on the Day of Atonement, which we will consider in, a, in a, a video very shortly, Aaron made a blood sacrifice, foreshadowing the cross. Then he moves through the tabernacle into the inner sanctum, the Holy of Holies, that represents heaven. And while he stands before the throne of God there, he displays the blood and he prays for the people. Crucially, throughout this mediating work, he bears his people on his heart. Exodus 28 verse 29. Whenever Aaron enters the holy place, he will bear the names of the sons of Israel over his heart on the breastpiece of decision as a continual memorial before the Lord. 
Everything he does, he does while carrying his people with him. And so it is with Christ. Through all of Christ's work, through incarnation and cross and resurrection and ascension, even on into all eternity, he carries his people on his heart. Jesus didn't just blaze a trail into heaven. He took us with him. Therefore, whatever you are facing today, know this. You have a friend in very high places. And right now, he carries you on his heart before God. As Charity Bancroft has written so wonderfully, Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, who ever lives and pleads for me. My name is graven on his hands. My name is written on his heart. I know that while in heaven he stands, no tongue can bid me thence depart. 